Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. And the topic of our podcast today is the very first insanity defense. Uh, it was uh, used in a murder case involving a, a man by the name of Daniel Edgar Sickles uh, back in the 1800s. And uh, he lived a pretty interesting life. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, his life and his dastardly deeds. But before we do, let me introduce our panel I'm joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented, the Queen of Mean, the Mistress of the Macabre, the Empress of Evil, pill-popping, penis-loving Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm good, Timmy. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, are you excited about this topic today? Well, I thought we were doing Don Rickles, so I'm just... You're taken aback. I, yeah, I'm surprised, but I, I usually am. You thought instead of Daniel Sickles, it was Don Rickles. I did. That's my and my bad. See, and I thought we were doing his father. Popsicles. Popsicles. There you go. Okay, (laughs) that was a terrible pun. (laughs) Just off when you're not here yet. Oh, that's right. I forgot. So, so before we go to uh, the Colonel Brandy, you you have any words of wisdom for us today, or anything you want to, you know, anything in particular you want to mention, or you just just ready to go. I don't think so. Is there something that I'm no, missing? No, no, I'm oh. just saying. I'm just, this is your segment, so I'm... Oh, no, I'm good today. Okay. I'm good. You want to flash your breast or anything like that? No, you know what? I'm all right. I'm okay. all right. You know, all big right. thing, I all had right. crackers with soup yesterday, so... Wow. I know, right? All right. So yeah. that's your first... Crackers was your first solid food? It's solid-ish, because, you so. know, I had to wait for them to get mushy, and I'm still supposed to be, like, a week away, but I couldn't take it. And I loved it so much, I ate a little too much, and then I was like... Bleh. You know, that's a funny thing. It's like you could go, you could walk by crackers all day long, mm-hmm. but if you're starving, crackers you are the cracker, shit. It's the best motherfucking cracker you ever had. Crackers are the shit. You're know I mean like licking your fingers off. You know, if you're if you're. St- so, how long has it been since you've had solid food now? Um, well, so middle of October. Wow. So a month. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, we're in the next. You get next week. You get a little bit more, and yeah, because I've been sneaking peanut butter. You just saw me do that, yeah. which is the best thing ever. I thought you were actually, and I was down the hall here, Timmy, when Brandy did her peanut butter, and mm-hmm. I thought she, uh, I thought there was something sexual going on down here. From with, this, with, 
with her and peanut butter? I don't know. 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 I don't she was sort of like Meg Ryan, and uh, I wasn't actually yeah. <laughs> like that at all. But when you know, Harry met Sally, yeah, she was. I came I down don't like it, but I yeah. was like, whatever. Give me whatever the devil's having now. I have that for lunch. <laughs> okay, well, let me introduce the the moral compass of our program. Oh, that the, person is not here. <laughs> the uh, very honorable, the kind and gentle. Uh, you know, you. I'm glad you're here. You make us a more kind and gentler podcast. Kurt. I like to think it's a kind of legit, kind of gentler podcast because of me. Um, you would like to think so. I would like to ask our listeners now. I was. I haven't the, introduced you yet. Well, okay. Let and me, yet, let me wait. And yet he talks. And yet. the very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk. Waters the Third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Wait, I'm, wait. What? Why do I get introduced as penis loving and pill popping? I'm a reverend too. Let you're us bad. not forget. You, no, you've, you're you're a lost sheep. You're no, a lost sheep. I'm a reverend we do too. not I'm trying to bring you back into the flock. The house of Satan. Yeah, we don't. I'm not. First of all, clearly you do. <laughs> and second of all, I'm a, I'm an actual I'm a reverend. But you, you're I'm as much of a reverend the, as Chuck is. You're, no, oh, now come on, Timmy. Who's doing the Lord's well, work? Well, I, I I do think that Charles walks the walk. <laughs> Do you have the Colonel so Evangelical e- Evangelical Hour on on local cable access? <laughs> no, I think you don't. And so. he has the collar. I mean, he looks very, prof- you know, very religious. He doesn't there. have a collar on. Oh. Dog collar. I got a collar. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I get introduced, which you know, I'm sure would make my mother proud if she ever listened to it. I get introduced as penis loving, pill popping, but you look. We are not judging you. With if you like moral, a pop a pill, with your to, moral deficits, if you like, you know, if you like to pop Percocet every once in a while and enjoy a, a nice penis, we yeah. do you have any? You don't have any? I got no problem I, with that. We have no problem with that. Just own oh, it. Well, own it. That's all yeah, we're asking right. you. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Be yourself. Those things. I'm just saying those things should not define me. Well, I'm a reverend. I'm a mother. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. I think people find it more interesting that 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 you're pill popping, penis loving. I think you sp- th- you spent more time with the penises and the pills than yeah. the mothering. Yeah, I mean, uh, not to cr- be critical of your parenting. We're we're not judging um, you. For but your... if it weren't for Dave, those kids would basically be in an orphanage. Oh, but, be, um, they'd be feral. <laughs> they'd be yeah, they'd be feral. And no, be they're damn near feral now. <laughs> I was gonna say Noah's just a hair from feral himself. Jesus. We have basketball practice tonight. Okay, oh, now you're talking. Oh, Noah? And how old is Noah? Five. Five. Yeah, we have basketball oh, so See, you Is he, have to is he do still like, calling you dude? Yeah. <laughs> you got to do like Amber Croup does. You're going to have to Facebook Live some of his practices. Oh, yeah. I bet it's, it's funny. That stuff's just hysterical. We already know. Can any of them make baskets at that age? They no, lower I, the baskets. Oh, yeah, down. they lower it. Oh, it's they? pretty low. Okay. Yeah. That bar is low. It's yeah. the baskets. <laughs> Me and you could dunk, Timmy. Oh, okay. Now, I would like to ask, before we get started here, um, I was at the animal hospital last night with a, with a rude dog. With Rudy, Rudy, one of our Patreon sponsors. What's wrong yes. with Rudy? Uh, you know, Rudy, uh, Rudy's a rough dog. He likes to play rough. He likes mm-hmm. to, Rudy par- lives hard. He par- plays hard. He sleeps hard. So, And Rudy, every once in a while, will, will mess up and discombobulate a disc in his back. Um, so I'd like to have, you know, if, if 
you can give us some thoughts and prayers. Keep Rudy in your thoughts and prayers. Take him to the doggy chiropractor. And and um, any yeah. love offerings you might have for Rudy's well-being, um, you can send to no, Tara no, History no, Dweebs. No, you cannot. Um, Don't listen at, to him. No. No, I'm we're just not saying, fundraising if for you your love mutt. the dog. No. For your mutt. <laughs> He's a Patreon giver. He is. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's leave it at that. He's going to get a shout out. That's it. Let me, uh, by, speaking of which, Colonel. Let's not forget the sweet Amber Scoville again. Could, could we not I forget, forget her last time? You did. I am sorry, Amber. So a special shout out to Amber, who is one of our pat- patrons. We have um, a growing number of patrons, and we appreciate it very much. You support the podcast and makes it possible Supporting for us. the arts. They are supporting the arts. And so I'd like to thank all of them, and I'm going to run through them very quickly, and then we'll get on with the show. Um, Alicia and Chip, thank you very much. Brandy McBride. Now I'm going to say this, Brandy. You you, you heard this. So you mm-hmm. got to help me with it. Lisa, is that mm-hmm. right? Sounds Le- right. Lisa, thank you. Lisa sent me a tutorial on how to pronounce her name. So did uh, so, so did Shonda. Shonda. Yeah, Shonda. Shonda did. Shonda. Yeah, Shonda did as well. You're Shonda right. Larry. Um, Leslie Hager, uh, Amber Scoville. I'm sorry, Amber. Amber, if I forgot you last time. My sincere apologies. We appreciate your support. Jahara, uh, Andrew Happ, Jennifer Siemens, and her son, Hunter. Uh, Angelo, thank you, Angelo. Bridget Clavey. Bridget, we appreciate it very much. Uh, The Dynamic, Cindy Lou. Uh, And, of course, our good friend at Insight Podcast, Charlie. And uh, your dog, Rudy. And that's all we're going to say about Rudy. Who, who is accepting love offerings for his recovery. No. And I want to give a uh, – I do want to give a shout-out to Kate, who uh, got edited out. I don't know how that happens. Kate McCarthy. Yeah, we so, tried to make sure that we definitely got her a shout-out. Since out. we seldom, seldom edit anything, mm-hmm. but somehow she got edited out last time. So a big shout-out to Kate. Thank you very much for listening, and we love you. Okay. Uh, we'll get to Colonel shout-outs at the end of the – end of the show but let's talk uh let's get into this our story today it's the first insanity defense and it was used by a man named uh daniel sickles and uh, he had a very interesting life uh he was a uh, senator a diplomat a general a war hero but also a whoremonger and a murderer hey yes yeah so he had a pretty interesting life Mm -hmm. when you say so colonel Uh, you throw out the throw out the uh murderer and he lived pretty much your life timmy i uh, you know i haven't been a war hero yet well, the cultural wars timmy you are a war hero thank you colonel uh, wow mm-hmm. um, sickles is best known for being the first uh, defendant to employ an insanity defense in a criminal court case it was a murder case and we're going to talk about that we'll get into all the details and this was in the united states yeah in the united states so if it's if it was used in say england we i'm not sure but this was the first uh and the first successful use of the insanity defense in uh the u.s courts are you going to cover the mcnaughton rule no uh no i had no plans to what about the can i just throw this in here the mcnaughton rule timmy comes from england Mm-hmm. And it basically says that if you, if you were to commit a crime, you were compulsed to commit a crime right next to a police officer 
that would be the definition of insanity. I see. Thank you, Raymond You are Raymond so Burr. compelled that you cannot, and, and our insanity defense comes from the McNaughton rule. Being a, being a, uh, you know, no, no, I'm telling you what, I hated criminal law. I hated it. That's the best now, see, one. No, no, Nicola Reed would know this because she, I've told her since she's going to be my legal advisor, she's to please counsel. focus up on criminal law. Yeah, so. <laughs> that'd be a good idea if you, if she is employed by you. You should, you know what? If he's retaining her, you should pay her a retainer. Yeah, I give her shoutouts. Yeah, you and should I, pay I her a retainer. Her you should pay her a retainer. Yeah, I think run that by uh, Renee. Okay. You ever have a dentist on retainer? <laughs> no, I got a retainer from my dentist. All right. All right. Let's get into uh, Daniel, Daniel Sickles. I know. It was stupid. Uh, the early life of Daniel Edgar Sickles. He was born on October 20th, 1819 in New York City. Uh, a, October 20th. So he wouldn't, his mother wouldn't have been pregnant during the holidays, I don't think, Colonel. No. No. Depends on how long she had carried him. Well, unless you carried him for 10 months, I don't think she was. Some people do that, Timmy. All right. Uh, <laughs> his year of birth is sometimes given as 1825, uh, but Sickles claimed, uh, that's what Sickles claims it to be, but it is believed he was born in 1819. He, cla- he uh, went with the he, uh, 1825 because uh, you'll see later on he marries, marries a much younger woman. Uh, so they speculate that he chose to appear to be younger uh, because he married a woman half of his age. Hmm. Uh, he was born into a very prominent family, and, uh, you know, this insanity defense, I, I mean, I think a lot of it uh, hinges on the fact that he had a lot of political pull. So I'm not sure uh, if it would have flown, if some, if it was like you know Joe Blow off the street, but did he have as much pull as the emperor, <laughs> as Emperor Norton? Norton? Yes, uh, yeah, he did. Uh, his parents was Susan Marsh Sickles and George Sickles. <laughs> they were uh, George Sickles was a patent lawyer and a politician. Um, so Daniel Sickles, growing up, learned the printer's trade. And he studied at what would become uh, New York University. He was uh, uh, briefly expelled from school for sneaking a young lady into his dorm room. Whore. The dean. Why? Why is the young lady a whore? And, oh, I was talking about him. Oh, okay. I'd say the young lady was the whore. Well, I'm saying she probably was too. I'm just saying. Though. The dean got wind of it, and he, he got walked in. Pissy on, about that. Quick. The dean walked yeah, in did. on Sickle and his lady friend while they were having sex. So was there a three-way involved? No, no. Uh, Sickle, Sickles was was upset at the suspension, but he was more upset at the fact that the dean had not waited for him to finish his deed. <laughs> exactly. For real, that's rude. You State, don't grab a man in the middle of a boner and say, stop it, Timmy. It's, well, it's uh, Sickles' argument was, quote, I was going to face expulsion anyway. Why not let me have it with a smile on my face? That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. Poor bastard probably just had to tip in, Timmy. Yeah. I mean, it probably would, you know, probably would, uh, you know, ruin the moment, wouldn't you think? Yes. If a dean walks in on you. Yes, that does ruin the moment. moment. (laughs) It wouldn't bother you. Shocking. (laughs) Renee walks in on me all the time. It doesn't bother me. (laughs) Who are you with? No one. My favorite person, Timmy. (laughs) Yourself. 
Nobody can be as re- nobody knows me like I do, Timmy. No one can love you like yourself. Exactly. He's with Rosie. All right. So um, anyway, Sickles gets uh, kicked out of school for a bit. His parents were not pleased when they heard about this, and they threatened to cut him off financially because uh, he was bringing shame to the family. Oh, sh- he was no. bringing shame for shame for shame. You son of a bitch. He studied law at the office. So, of, so he said, "Here, watch this." Yeah. Hold my drink. Hold my drink. <laughs> but he did. He did finish school, and then he went to study law uh, in the office of Benjamin Butler, who would later Benjamin become Benjamin Buttons. Butler, 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 oh. who would later become a key figure in the Civil War. Um, and uh, Sickles were was admitted to the bar, New York bar, in 1846. And he was elected as a member of the New York State Assembly in 1847. So when, he's already you, jumping into politics here. When did you get admitted to the bar, Timmy? I did not take the bar. That was never. That oh, you have, never. A, but you finished, have a law degree. I have a law degree. I finished in the top 10% of my class, but I did not take the bar. You decided exam. not to pursue that career. No, because I hated it by the time I was done with it. I have, I have, I have actually have my diploma and I've never opened it. I got it in the mail. Oh, you kidding? I've never opened it. You'd probably kill, if you were a lawyer, you probably would have killed yourself by now, Timmy. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming I graduated. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you I, might want to open that package, right. Timmy. <laughs> we'll open it one day as a maybe when I retire. I'll we will. Open it. All right. Anyway, it's still in you know the little car, uh, you know the the tube. The tube. Yeah. 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 All right. I have other tubes, but that one is. <laughs> I haven't opened yet. Okay. Now, I thought it would come in it too, but you know when the boys graduated, theirs came in just FedEx things. Yeah, the mine's in the two, but I, I've never, I've never opened it. They didn't graduate from law school. Uh, yeah, so true. anyway, law springs for the tubes. Yeah, yeah, that's what the extra hundred twenty thousand is for. <laughs> yeah. uh, in <laughs> inflation, like you got an aspirin at a hospital. <laughs> Boy, I'm t- I, I told you guys earlier today, I lost yeah. my medication, and I went to buy. This is just generic Lipitor for cholesterol yesterday, and I went to buy buy it again because my insurance wasn't going to pay for it because I lost the stupid thing. $380. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, I You're really lucky don't. the tech took pity on you. Yeah, she had a code, Being and a it, it knocked man. it down to $30, which is amazing, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of scary to think what people do without health insurance because you, yeah. just, you just go without it. Well, guess. you know, and this is what it, people talk about, you know, death panels and everything else. But I'll, and I'll tell you, and I may have told this story before, but yeah, I'm betting you I, have. I use probably you, already today. Devil, you've made mm-hmm. fun of me for this before I because have. at times does I will this have, have anything to do with Daniel Sickles breakouts of psoriasis. Oh, I don't and make fun of you about that. The heartache, no, the heartache of psoriasis. No, but the yeah. uh, the I have to use a uh, almost like a hair gel. It's an oil that you know you put on your scalp and makes your hair look slick back and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's it looks a like a greaser. It's about yeah. a three ounce bottle that I get. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much that costs, Timmy? How much? Six hundred and ninety dollars. Oh man, six hundred and ninety dollars. Now I don't have to pay that. Right. Somebody. I, I think I pay that. forty for it, but yeah. six hundred and ninety dollars. Crazy, 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 crazy. All right. So, uh, back to Sickles. Um, so, now he's a, uh, he's a New York State Assemblyman, right? In, early, in the early 1850s, um, he acquired some land that would later become Central Park in New York. Oh, no, no, yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
On September 27, 1852, Daniel Sickles married a young lady named Teresa Baglio, and it was against uh, both families' wishes, his family as well as hers, because Sickles was, was 33 years old at the time, and Teresa was 14. Oh, see, that's like people are just so day. judgmental. Back in the day, 14 years old was considering marrying age. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still a little creepy, I think. But it don't make it less creepy. But it was mm-hmm. it was a societal norm. Evidently. Um, now, after the marriage, they loved each other and they uh, set up house together. Uh, but uh, Sickles proceeded to have numerous affairs uh, throughout their marriage. Uh, he was quite. The ladies' man? Ladies' man. Ladies' man. He he must have had a big wang. Must have had a big wang. Um, While in the New York State Assembly, he was censored by his his colleagues. Censured? Censured. Censured by his colleagues for escorting famed prostitute Fanny White into the Assembly's chambers where they apparently had sex after hours. Well, they did it after hours. What are people all concerned about? Devil's knocked one off of you. How many times you done it after hours in here, Devil? Uh, Never. I'm not here after hours. That's crazy. (laughs) Barely here during hours. (laughs) That's true. I don't know what I'm thinking. She only comes in for the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And eat peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, uh, so he has his young bride at home, but he's still, um, you know, messing around with the prostitutes. Now, Fanny White, the prostitute that... uh, Sickles was connected to was one of the most successful prostitutes in New York City at the time. Wow. She was known for her beauty, her wit, and her business smarts. She accumulated a significant fortune over the course of her career as a prostitute and as a uh, mama son. In, mama son. In 1847, Fanny White, who was then 24 years old, uh, was managing the most successful brothel in New York City. Quick so. question for you, Devil. What? All the places what? you work, you ever you ever do it at work? No. Timmy? Where is the Timmy? weirdest places? No, I've never done it at work. Where is the weirdest place you've ever done it? Strangest. Not strange, but the most unusual place you've ever done it, Brandy. I don't know. Press box at the ATP. Oh, there you go, devil. That's, oh, that's kinky. Yeah. How about you, Colonel? Um, do you consider a cemetery a peculiar place? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. Okay, cemetery. All right. Is this with the Mrs. Colonel? Um, no, it was not with the Mrs. Colonel. It was not with the Mrs. Colonel. It was, uh, it was not was before, while. I, yeah, it, was it was neither me. while I was married to the Mrs. Colonel either. So okay. it was before Mrs. Colonel. Uh, okay. Um, now, Miss Colonel. Was it with someone else? <laughs> was with someone else. And were they alive at the time? Yes, Um, a live participant. Mrs. Colonel, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. She probably get. She don't listen to this show, so I would probably say um, the golf course with Mrs. Colonel. Okay, golf course out at Sharon Park, Sharon Woods. Ew, that's by my house. (laughs) Ew. Well, on what hole? It was, it was in the ni- it was on the ninth fairway, Timmy. All right, and I should say it was more than a fairway. Gross. <laughs> God. I, gross. Now you're gonna think about that, Brandy. Every I, time you pass I drove, the golf course, let me Ugh. just say, I drove long and straight, Devil. You're so nasty. I drove long you're and straight. So nasty. I bet it was How a putt. You? I bet it was a putt. I bet it was a putt too. <laughs> How about you, Timmy? Strangest place? Yeah. 
I don't, I don't really know. I like a strange place. I mean, I've done it outside before, but I've never done it in a car. Well, I can't say that. Okay, <laughs> so let's move on. You know, when you're young and you're poor, you have right. to improvise. Yeah, I, I've done, you know, up to that in a car, but I've not got reached that point. Well, yeah. And I had a pretty sweet smoking car, but we had a place to go when I was in high school, so. Yeah, well, I was poor. So, in, um, so back to Fanny. Uh, in 1847, Fanny White, the prostitute, uh, met Daniel Sickles. And they became uh, close friends. In fact, uh, and lovers. Yeah, lovers. And uh, White's uh, Fanny White's uh, girls considered uh, Sickles to be her man. Um, so they had a thing, and it would last a long time, actually, even though he was already married. Nineteenth-century um, prostitutes commonly had a man or a friend with whom they develop a romantic attachment. Their affair would continue long after. Sickles had married uh, his child bride, Teresa. Uh, a prostitute's man at the time normally did not have to pay for her attention. I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, although Sickles did give uh, White, Fanny uh, White, yes. uh, generous gifts of jewelry and money. Uh, plus, he was a politician in town, so he could get kind of get her out of trouble if she got into trouble. He, had, he could pull some strings for her. In 1851, uh, Fanny purchased a, a building in downtown Manhattan uh, where she uh, opened, her a, uh, opened her a high-class brothel. So she was serving all the movers and shakers. She's kind of like, uh, what's the— Heidi what, Fleiss. Heidi Fleiss, yeah. She was serving all the movers and shakers in New York City at the time. They were a merchant. Her customers were merchants, congressmen— uh, diplomats, they all, everyone, you know, who, who was important, who visited New York would visit Fanny White, uh, Fanny White's establishment. Uh, she maintained good relationships with the police, so her establishment uh, could escape official notice. Uh, her powerful clientele, including, of course, our topic of our podcast, Daniel Sickles, also offered her a degree of protection. Uh, her discreet relationship uh, though which Sickles did uh, attract notice uh, because he was a politician, so he, you know he's he been kind of the Anthony Weiner of his day. <laughs> Weiner. Uh, after um, he was elected to the New York Assembly in 1847, he took, as I mentioned before, he took uh, uh, Fanny White to Albany, uh, and um, you know he would be seen out in public with her, which was just you know. Um, to the dismay of, you know, the, the public, you know, the people who saw him because uh, of her reputation. And then, of course, we mentioned he took her to the state assembly there in Al Albany where they did the dirty deed. I'm sure his wife was really happy to see him together, too. Well, I don't know. I think she stayed in New York City while he was at the Capitol. But they were spotted in the assembly chamber by a cleaning lady, and she reported the incident to her boss, who was a political enemy of Daniel Sickles. So it's kind of like a Watergate thing going down there. So he was censured uh, uh, for his indiscretion, his youthful indiscretion. Uh, another evening, uh, Sickles w went out on the town with Fanny White. Uh, to avoid attention, uh, Fanny dressed as a man. Uh, that was at the time illegal. Uh, 
You know, hmm. she couldn't just say she was identifying as a man. She it was a, illegal to cross dress at the time. So a policeman stopped their carriage, and they end up arresting Fanny White for cross-dressing. Uh, she ended up spending the night in jail, and Sickles bailed her out the next day. I don't know why he didn't bail her out the same evening. Why the hell did he make her stay all night? I don't know. Maybe but Maybe he wanted to teach her a lesson. Yeah, or maybe he wanted to go play around with someone else. Um, Sickles also uh, paid White's mortgage on her brothel using the name of his father-in-law, Antonio Baggio. So, yeah, he's he's paying her mortgage in, under his father-in-law's name. It's kind of like people. Did you see where people are making donations, donations to Mike Pence? Yeah, yeah, donations to Planned Parenthood. Uh, Planned Parenthood by Mike. Yeah, yes, I love I, that. I guess this is the same deal here. He's kind of he doesn't like you know they didn't approve of the marriage, so he's you know. well. Yeah, and he's proven he's proving right that they really shouldn't have. Yeah, he's been a dick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, now rumors that um, rumors that uh, White uh, Fanny White contributed her own earnings to uh, uh, Sickles' ca- election campaign uh, would haunt uh, Sickles the rest of his political career. So he's taking, you know, she's donating money to him. He's giving money to her. Anyway, his association with her is kind of uh, raising eyebrows. He lavished her with gifts and nights on the town. Uh, while his young bride was stuck home with household chores. At this point, Fanny uh, White was not aware that Daniel Sickles was even married. When Fanny found out, she became so angry that she followed Sickles to a hotel and attacked him with a riding crop. Well, attacked might be a strong word. (laughs) And he was paying extra for the riding crop. I think it was just called Saturday. (laughs) Uh, Maybe, maybe. Have you ever used a riding crop or you or Dave uh, play this sort of game? You know what? We're not doing that. Well, I'm just curious. You don't need to be. When you were younger, I know with the kids you can't do You do not need to be curious. So you're not going to tell us? No, I'm not telling you anything. So that means yes. It yes. does not. Mean I yes. take that as because a, if you yes. wouldn't have used a riding crop, you would have jumped right up and said, "No, no I with, never use a riding." What not kind with of you deviant people. do you take me for? Not with you. But people. you said oh no comment. Gosh. Yeah, no I comment. I didn't say no comment. Timmy, I said I'm not telling you people shit. Timmy, ask me if I ever had sex with a dolphin. Have you ever had sex with a dolphin? Absolutely not. Well, I don't believe you. <laughs> so I thought you were going to say no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Absolutely not. Flipper I was an attractive dolphin. You got to admit. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> they can talk. Dolphins had it can going talk. On. Yeah, I, I did see a thing where can a, guy, a dolphin give consent. I guess if they can talk, but I, I saw this where this guy had sex with a dolphin. Gross. Yeah, really sick, sick shit. Okay, um, so um, Fanny kicks his ass and whips him with a riding crop because she didn't know he was married. She was uh, quite upset. To make it up to her, um, Sickles took Fanny White to England with him while he while he was with the Secretary of State delegation in London, leaving his pregnant wife at home. There you go. In England, um, Fanny White accompanying him, uh, Sickles to the theater, to opera, and to diplomatic events. So he's taking his, his lady friend, prostitute, over to Europe with him. Um, he yeah, even took her— community. He even took her, Fanny, to Buckingham Palace, and he introduced Fanny to the to Queen Victoria, uh, using uh, an alias. He didn't call, you know, she went by a different name. Um, 
which was the name of one of his toughest critics in New York, uh, uh, Bennett. So he, you know, he hasn't, he's, you know, he's using, uh, he's dropping all these names. He's using all these aliases of his enemies. Uh, now, historians have speculated that Fanny White talked Sickles into the introduction and that Sickles was further motivated by his dislike uh, by both the monarchy uh, and the editor of the New York Herald, James Bennett. That's the name he is. So uh, Queen Victoria, however, apparently never learned the truth. If she did, she probably would not have been amused. If she's listening to this contract, you know, if she's listening now. Yeah, but she's like dead, so probably yeah, she's probably not listening. Uh, but um, or is she? James Bennett heard about it, and he was not happy. So uh, Teresa Sickles, his wife, his young bride, she she came over to England uh, when she got you know kind of word of this in the spring of of 1854, and Fanny left town. She said, "Oh hell no!" Yeah, <laughs> Fanny. Yeah, yeah. Fanny got out of Dodge. Uh, he sent Fanny on a tour of Europe. Uh, she visited Paris, Germany, um, Vienna, Austria, and other interesting and fashionable uh, resorts. Um, she was removed from the Paris Opera by police <laughs> after making a drunken scene. And then she later then... How often does that happen to you, devil? Yeah, um, do you ever get uh, removed from an opera house? Oh, just yes. anywhere in general, from... For being drunk and disorderly. You know, why? Of course I have. Yeah. Has yeah. it happened to you in the last five years? It happened to me yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Fanny goes back to New York and did her best to forget Sickles because, you know, he's married. And she just went about her business of running the brothel. She established a second brothel in Manhattan. She's a franchisee. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's, she's a business lady. She was uh, basically the, who's the guy that owned Wendy's, Dave? Yes, yeah. uh, yeah, she's Dave, she, what's his butt? Thomas. She, she Dave was Thomas. Dave Thomas of a time. She was uh, the Dave Thomas of Putang. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's something to be said for that. That takes a talent. Uh, you know. I, so, I sensing... <laughs> Sensing that Fanny was uh, hurting his political aspirations, uh, Sickles decided to break off their relationship. Although he was continued to frequent the finest brothels around the world, uh, he just stayed away from Fanny. That now, one. Uh, Fanny in 1856, Fanny was still heartbroken over uh, over Dan, uh, Daniel Sickles. Uh, she sold her brothels and started dating a young criminal defense attorney named Edward. Blankman, who was seven years younger than her. So she was a bit of a cougar. A bit. Yeah. Rock on, and they bro. got married uh, in 1859. Now, her new husband was generous, and he paid uh, Fanny's brother $2,500 for a lifelong uh, lease on a house that he owned, and he gave that lease uh, to Fanny's uh, sister. Nice of him. Um, so... He also paid for her niece to go to school. So she's in this other whole other relationship now. But she kept in contact. She still had, you know, feelings for um, Daniel Sickles, right? She still longed for him. Gross. But Daniel Sickles, fearing uh, further damage to his political career, and he didn't want to upset his wealthy father-in-law, um, so he tried to, you know, 
uh, tried to stay away from Fanny. Now, on October 12, 1860, Fanny died suddenly at her home. She was only 37 years old and had no known illnesses. Except for the syphilis and the consumption. Well, we don't know that yet because rumors began immediately that Fanny's new husband had poisoned her to gain access to her fortune because, you know, she's making a lot of dough as a, you know, as a madam there in New York. Her brother arranged for an autopsy. Mm. Closer? (laughs) Closer. To be conducted, and it was concluded that uh, Fanny had died of a stroke. Isn't that sad? It is sad. She's only 37. Well, she had done a lot of stroking in the day, Timmy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, those strokes add up. Uh, On October 16th of that year, motivated by continued rumors of poisoning, the New York City coroner and the district attorney ordered that Fanny's remains be reexamined at Bellevue Hospital. The three-day inquest became uh, a call sabri lee. I screwed that up, I know. And reported in the New York Times. The doctors who re-examined Fanny's body reported signs of exposure to Colonel? Consumption. Tuberculosis and syphilis. Told you. I told you the whore had both of them. She had the clap. She had the clap and the consumption. She had the CC. If she would have had cancer, she would have had the trifecta, Timmy. As uh, as well as those symptoms, uh, oh, as well as that, she had symptoms of cardiovascular disease because she couldn't afford a Lipitor, and extensive bleeding in the br- in the brain. Oh damn! But no signs of poisoning. So the total value of her property at the time of her death was estimated between fifty thousand and one hundred thousand dollars, or that's one point five to two point five million dollars in today's money. So she, she, she's she making bank. She was a she was a baller, she right? She was a baller. She yeah. had a shot caller. Protruding hemorrhoids too, Timmy. Well, oh. I, I didn't I didn't read the full report, so yeah, I'll the full go report with neither did he. Okay. Uh, yeah, external hemorrhoids that were And that's uh, how it, she made so much damn money. I mean In the will. Hmm? In her will. In her will. She left everything to her young lover. Her uh, her uh, new husband. Now, her siblings, her brother and sister, contested the will, claiming that he had been forged by her husband after her death. But on June 26, 1861, which was right before the, or right, right after the Civil War started, right, Colonel? Uh, I so. After That's a lot, what they after told me in ma- class. many months of testimony, uh, the court ruled in her husband's favor. Uh, her siblings appealed, but the New York Supreme Court upheld the lower ruling. So all of Fanny's money went to um, her husband. Now, one of the reasons the court did not believe the will was forged is because it included not only a declaration of love for her husband, but also a declaration of love for one Daniel Sickles. Hmm. So she was still carrying a torch for a young Daniel. Fanny had uh, composed a love le- one last love letter to uh, Daniel Sickles, uh, that had been in the possession of her attorney. The attorney, uh, the letter was delivered to Sickles the week after Fanny died, and the contents of that letter remain a mystery. But soon after, her husband began liquidating his wife's assets. Yeah, get it, assets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, her, asset, her 
her assets were already gone by then. Mm-hmm. It was decaying in the morgue. Sickles uh, took the death of his ex-girlfriend very hard. Now, of course, he's still married to Teresa. But he took the death of Fanny very hard. He began to drink more. Well, Fanny was used to taking it hard. So. <laughs> she was. He began to drink more and more. He spent more and more time away from home and away from his wife. Well, um, that's a, yeah, like that's a bad thing. Uh, he reportedly arranged to have fresh flowers sent to Fanny's grave twice a week, kind of like uh, Joe DiMaggio did with Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Daniel Sickles continued his whoremongering ways and having uh, multiple affairs, albeit now more discreetly. Now Brandy's going to tell you about what happens next with Daniel Sickles and his if young wife. If we can wife. pull her from her Candy Crush. Yes. You know uh, what? Can I, let me play your Candy Crush while you're over there. No. You can't let do me, any let, worse. Yeah. First of all, how you fucking know? Second of all, no. Okay. So tell us about Daniel Sickles. He's tired of your shenanigans. And <laughs> no, we're tired of your shenanigans. You know what? We're tired of your disengagement from him. Yeah, you really are disengaged. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not. Are you gonna, I have commented you, and spoken. Are you going to put some effort into this? Or are you just going to? I was going to mail it in page. like you've been doing. I was going to try and read the page in front of me. I mean, she, don't you feel like? Yeah, she mails it. She's mailing it in. She's sort of like, uh, sort of like Johnny Carson his last year. Yeah, you know I mean, it, it, Johnny, I I can be like, Johnny Carson like David Letterman. Really. Letterman grew a sweet ass white beard, so no. he did. What's up with that beard? I don't know. Dude. And I'm wondering. Crazy. He looks like Santa Claus. Yeah, a deranged Santa Claus. Yeah. But <clears throat> I'm wondering, Timmy, and, and I have to ask. Black, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because this has come up on the page a number of times with the with the Texit thing. Um, you know, and and you get him burned out. Timex. Timex. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag Timex. Oh yes. Timex. Um, <laughs> is and I have to ask this is. Her lack of engagement, her diff- – I mean, she's difficult to work with. Everybody she she is very difficult to work um, with, and, you know, she – Has that been a, a significant factor in your well, burnout? Sure, absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? You don't help much either. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I couldn't <laughs> be no more pleasant. I don't know. <laughs> well, our sound system finally is working, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a YouTube channel. We're going to have a YouTube channel. I, you know what? I decided to commit myself to having a YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. okay, Brandy, what happens with Daniel Sickles and his oh, young can bride? I, can I do that? Yeah, can please. I do oh, talk, talk to us If about, you can put well, the phone down fun. for one day. Well, you are obsessed minute. with that Candy Crush. Yeah. It, you need, like, we, we you need, need to have like, an intervention for the You really girl. need some kind of therapy or something. This, mm-hmm. is, this is what my therapist gave me as anger management as I sit and listen to the two of you drivel on. Hmm. Well, so... What do you think about but that? But I don't believe you're listening at all. No. I know because I'm focused elsewhere. Uh, you're focused if on not, the you owe it to with our one of my listeners pretty nails a long time ago. You owe it to our listeners to be engaged. I think I'm you do. engaged. All right. I'm in fact married. So, all right. Tell us Everybody? about Daniel Sickles and his wife, would you? I, I'm trying. Thank you. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> well, that sounds a little hostility. Well, there's really nothing else you say after you're welcome. <clears throat> no. But you said something, so well, now. We just, I, okay, we so, just wish you would oh, be a little less. People like our bickering. Shit. No, I just don't. I don't. People, you know what? People are coming home now. We got Jessica Williams, yeah. for instance. Very lovely lady. Lovely lady. Got a stressful job. Now look at her picking up a goddamn phone again. <laughs> Come on, Brandy. Seriously, can you not just 
Can, can you not? Like, I'm listening. Like, no, no you're not. I'm absolutely listening. You're, I'm sitting here listening, and you all are talking over me. I haven't even been able to start my part yet because <laughs> the two of you are running your fucking dick suckers this whole goddamn time. Now shut the fuck up, and I'll tell you. I'm just trying about to explain something here. to you. What did I say? And I'm what telling you, I will pinch you to people talk like about the, okay, people, you know, and we stay off politics. But you know what? The Democrats lost the election because they ignore basic principles, Timmy. And here's what's happening. They ignored the people in the Midwest, and they, you know, that's my appearance. But anyway, devil, you don't get it. You're ignoring our people. I'm ignoring you. You're ignoring our people. No, I'm ignoring you. We got you. Jessica Williams. You know what? She's a Fine massage lady. therapist. Beautiful lady. Beautiful woman. Beautiful, beautiful woman. We have many beautiful women she goes on our to podcast. Her work Keep every it day. in your pants. She's a <laughs> massage therapist. By, yeah. the, by the way, I, I said that last time that Angie was a player. I meant to say she was very charming. So from now Angie on, Angie is charming. It's going to be charming, Except Angie. She charming. needs to be a little nicer to me, the hostile ass lesbian. No, no, no. Wink. She's very charming, very nice. She's lady. a charming, hostile lesbian. But anyway, let's take Jessica Williams, okay? Okay. She goes to work. She's a massage therapist. Now she's down there. Not, not to, a happy ending type. No, of she's massage. a legit one. Yeah. But she's got those tight muscles. I she's mean, trying to need them like bread. Right Put your candy crush down. Trying to make people feel better. Yeah. You know, she turns she's on our show to get a little bit of distraction so she could do this better. And you know what? She deserves 100% of your effort. Though. Yeah. She, Just, it, if you don't do it for me and the Colonel. Do it for Jessica, for yeah. fuck's sake. Okay. Do it for Jessica. You know, do for it for Katya. For Katya. Do it for um, Amber Scoville. Yes. Amber Scoville. Who, could you ever meet a sweeter girl than do Amber Do it for Scoville? Michael Birdsall and and, 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 and Wonder. And Wonder the dog. Yeah. Think of them. Don't, I mean. Don't look like you're doing it for us. Think yeah, of don't, them. Is, this is, it's an obligation that young. you have. Huh? And now she's yawning. Reaching yeah, for her, yawning. Now, reaching what, for what her peanut now? butter. She No, she's going to open a bottle of pop now. She's okay. going to open up a bottle. Let's see okay. if it fizzes. Okay, Brandy, please continue. Yeah, could can you, I? You yes, think you please. can do can your part now? Could you show a little enthusiasm? Yeah. Jeez. Just put some energy into Christ. it. Yeah. Feel it. Be in the moment. Low in, You know Donald Trump call you low energy. Yeah, yeah she is your low energy. She's got this god-awful drink. I don't know what it is. but I think it's lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> it's god-awful. It's lemonade. <laughs> I think okay. it's lemonade. Please continue. Daniel Sickles and his wife. Yes, yeah, look how much time we lost just yeah. because you won't pay attention. And no wonder these things last for fucking two hours. <laughs> no wonder Timmy's burned out. Yeah. Look what you're doing to yeah, him. Yeah, look at him. got gray hair. <laughs> Go attend an autopsy. <laughs> okay. While it apparently... I went to law school. For <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> All right, continue. Maybe. We no, don't know. I'm gonna I've never seen proof of it. Diploma in neither has he. Never neither seen, is he. <laughs> I know. I've never seen proof of I it. I went. I don't know if I finished. Yeah, I finished. I All right. <clears throat> well, it apparently was okay in his head for Sickles to have affairs. He didn't feel the same way about his neglected wife getting some side action. Well, she shouldn't. Well, whore. she shouldn't a slut. So shortly after their she marriage. She home cooking. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Waiting yeah. for him. Yeah. Shortly after the... God, you kids are fucking putting, idiots. Putting coal in the stove. <laughs> exactly. With her pearls on. Cooking pigeon or whatever they... <laughs> <laughs> whatever they ate, they whatever ate, it was, yeah. So Sickles began to question his wife's fidelity shortly after they got married, hmm. which means that he was whoring around. I've seen well, Maury. I know what happened. Well, she's 14, hey, this, this is so. no lie now. When oh, I was a kid, good story. <laughs> when I was a kid, back to Candy Crush, you go. <laughs> yeah, pick up the goddamn phone. Now, if you listen to the story, you might learn some. She's got Candy Crush in one hand or lemonade, lemonade in the, in the other. other. Yeah. You got you want to light up a cigarette there, devil? Oh my god, um, that'd be the best thing ever. You know the they got the ch- chunks of chicken and they got the stick through it and they call it city chicken. Yeah. I, tell my kids you not when I was a little kid cuz I guess that's the cheap parts of the chicken, I don't know, and it's cheap and we used to eat it. And uh I swear to you, I thought it was pigeon. Oh yeah. Because people used to call Pigeon city chickens. Uh-huh. I swear to you, every time we was eating city, well, you're chicken, not sure. It, well, you're not sure it wasn't. <laughs> it might have been. Right. But uh, they they would call it city chicken. And mm. I thought, man, that has some pigeons can't be taste very good. I would not think so. They, they lean taste meat, good though. to hawks. Huh? It must be a lean meat. You ever seen a baby pigeon? Not many. I've never seen a baby pigeon, but you know, you see a full grown pigeon. I mean, that's that's the thing that I tell people about. You know, when I'm talking. On Sunday morning or Friday uh-huh. night on my Colonel Gospel uh-huh. Hour, uh-huh. people talk about faith. And I yeah. ask them all the time, you ever seen a baby pigeon? Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody ever seen a baby pigeon, but you know they're baby pigeons yeah. because you see the full-grown pigeon. Right. So are you going to tell me just because you haven't seen a baby pigeon ain't no such thing as it's so? You make a gonna, good point. Uh, Brandy, could you continue, could please? Could you continue, please? Put the God, candy crush down and let's go. That was go. a fucking minute and a half. I'll never get back. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, I've never killed a pig either. Oh, yeah. I've never don't killed a pig. No, no, no don't start one. that conversation. I've never killed a pig either. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, is jealousy. Okay, so shortly after their marriage, of course, he's fucking around, and he begins to question his wife's fidelity. Yeah, she's probably a slut. Uh, you know. She knows she was given that. She's thing. still, like, riding her bike. and. <laughs> I mean, my God. So his jealousy would lead Sickles to murder the district attorney. Probably spending all her time on Instagram, I guess, <laughs> yeah. 14. Would lead Sickles to murder the district attorney of, of the District of Columbia, Philip Barton Key II, son of Francis Scott Key. Oh. In case you don't know who that is, it is here that he is the author of the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. Sickles learned of his wife's supposed infidelity from a letter on February 26, 1859, insinuating that she was having an affair with Key. He then confronted her and forced her to write a detailed confession of the affair, which included, I have been in a house on 15th Street with Mr. Key. How many times? I do not know. I believe the house belongs to a colored man. The house is unoccupied. Uh, Commenced going there the latter part of January have been in alone with Mr. Key, usually stayed an hour or more. There was a bed on the second story. 
I did what is usual for a wicked woman to do. An intimacy. <laughs> Fucking wicked woman. An intimacy yeah, they're, 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 they're whores, Colonel. Ooh, of, an, of an improper kind. I undressed myself. Mr. Key undressed also, and we went to bed together. Ooh, you know he had a wang. In addition to that, she also confessed to having been erected with Key. Hmm? He had an erected wang. He did. What the wang? Papa Wanger. <laughs> Come on. She down. also confessed to having been with Key in her own home. Oh, that's oh. slut. She's gonna bring a man into her own home. This guy out paying for her. He putting a roof over the horse head, and she bring bringing another home man. The, he's to bringing home the pigeon. <laughs> yeah, she did. I, I, I'm aghast. I'm aghast. I, I'm. I could not be more morally offended. Yeah. Continue, Brandy. Continue. What else is a slut done? Hold on, I'm trying to keep my eye from bulging out. Just give me a <laughs> second here. Tell us more whore tales. Uh, Mr. Key has tales kissed... from the whore side. Yeah. Mr. Key has kissed me several times in this house. Oh, did he kiss her in that? I do not place? deny that we have had a connection in this house, in the parlor, on the sofa. Oh, oh. did it on the sofa? Did it on the so- Ooh, that's a nasty ass thing to do. Sickles too. then took his wife's wedding ring from her. Yeah, that's hurtful. Well, and proceeded to brood over the matter. Well, he should be brooding. <laughs> on, I'd have been, I'd have been doing more. I'd have been brooming. Yeah, I'd have been brooming. You're cleaning. Hmm? You get pissed off and you start cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, on February 27th, Sickles observed Key attempting to set up another liaison with mm-hmm. Mrs. Sickles oh. outside of their home, which today would have been on the west side of Lafayette Square. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering where that was. That's by the White House. Mm-hmm. West, west side of Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Sickles then sent a friend. Yeah. Oh, it is. In case Keep I need going. to know. Keep going. Sickles then sent a friend, Samuel Butterworth. <laughs> Son of Mrs. Mrs. Butterworth. Mrs. Butterworth's <laughs> husband, yeah. Uh, let's see. Out to delay Key from leaving. As Key has continued to walk after giving the couple's customary signal of waving a handkerchief at the house. Ooh, that's pretty clever. <laughs> yeah. Sickles then grabbed three guns and went out to meet Key. Holy shit. I guess well, they one didn't can misfire. Well, one can misfire. Yeah, I mean, and it's probably single shots. Yeah, so, he had yeah. to pack them and all that yeah. kind of shit. I wonder if he challenged him to a... a was it sanctioned duel? No, he didn't. He didn't challenge. It wasn't him. a formal. No, he just no. killed him. <laughs> it was just murder. Uh, let's see. Uh, catching up to him at the corner of Madison Place, Northwest, and Pennsylvania Avenue, in Lafayette Square, which is just across the street from the White House. The twelve witnesses reported that Sickles shouted something to the effect of "Key, you scoundrel! You have dishonored my home. You must die." I just see that as a bad like karate movie where the <laughs> lips are off. Keys, let's go. Did you ever seen What's Up, Tiger Lily by Woody Allen? No. It's a it's a Japanese movie that they took and they just redubbed crazy shit in English. It's oh. just funnier in hell. No. It doesn't go with the story. It's just Yeah. Those are the best kind. Um the twelve witnesses reported let's see. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, the fact that Sickles was allowed to dishonor his home with numerous affairs and now murder is apparently neither here nor there. Well, who does that sound like? Key was not armed, but after the first shot missed, that's why he had three, mm-hmm. or the gun misfired, it wasn't clear, he attempted to fight Sickles hand-to-hand. He had two other guns. Unfortunately for Key, Sickles had more than one gun <laughs> and pulled out the second as Key rushed towards him. He then tried to run away. How'd <laughs> <laughs> you like to see that 360? <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm a gonna. Ah! 
<laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he rethought that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Try to shoot me, motherfucker. I'll tell you what I'll do. Oh, Ooh. never mind. <laughs> well, uh, he ran away, but Sickles shot shot this time and hit Key in the groin region. Oh! And the th- well. Nah, that's just not kosher. Well, I Under mean, no circumstances is shooting a man in the groin. Well, because even if you survive, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're Mrs. Key <laughs> after that. <laughs> uh, Key fell to the ground and shouted, Don't shoot me, murder! And threw an object at Sickles, <laughs> which was probably a rock. Which was his dick that just right out of his pants. Oh, this object was later found to be opera glasses. <laughs> See, never bring so an opera is, glass no, to bring a on, gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly this was just a badass. Sounds like the fight on Beat It. <laughs> on a Beat It video. Jesus Christ. Um, which so it he, seems like he actually, there was a duel. He just didn't tell he this guy. He was not prepared. About it. Yeah. 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 So Apparently he just went and sh- killed Dick, shot the guy. He lured him in with the handkerchief. Well, he had the <laughs> well, he had the opera glasses on him uh, to be able to see if Mrs. Sickles was signaling back from her oh, second story window. Uh, so so he that was had before his little tools of poor morals, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Sickles then took out his third gun <laughs> and shot Key in the chest as he lay on the ground, delivering the fatal blow. Though Key was, you know, Rasputin and took like an hour to die. Uh, Sickles then stood over Key and tried to shoot him in the head, but the gun misfired. That's a hateful son of a bitch right here. God damn. Yeah, you, you Did messing he with beat a man. with the gun when it didn't work? With just the opera glasses. Broke. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. I mean, so is he laying on the ground the whole time to die? Yeah, but, like right across the street like, from the Well, like White where, House. where the fuck was any kind of medical personnel? I mean, I'm not saying the ambulance yeah. has to pull up. I'm pretty but sure I mean, there's when you, back in those days, when you got a guy standing over another guy with a gun. Yeah. You don't know if he's got four or five guns. Yeah, you, you kind of wait to see how it plays out. You know what, this ain't, I, it really ain't none of my business. I'm just going to go the other way. I'm yeah. just here for the tour of the White uh, House. After, right, after the murder, Sickles confessed and surrendered himself to Attorney General Jeremiah Black at Black's home. Being a former senator and current congressman, Sickles' stay in jail was quite unusual, as it would be today. So hold on. <laughs> Was they able? Was anybody able to come to Sickle's cell? Uh, anemia was there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice work out of you. Much of DC's. That's the you can say the funny things when you pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, you pick up. See, see, I, I, I'm, I'm playing off of what you're saying, but I'm actually listening. To well, what I have the most say. interesting part. You do. <laughs> you do. So yeah. suck it. Well, we're giving you the interesting stuff to try to keep you engaged, mm-hmm. but even that ain't working. You done? Senators and congressmen came in and wished Sickles well. President James Buchanan did not personally visit, but he sent Sickles a little note. (laughs) Nice of him. With a hang in there kitty poster. (laughs) (laughs) So many people came to see Sickles that he was given use of the head jailer's apartment to welcome them and have dinner parties, (laughs) apparently. Even more. (laughs) Well. Even more incredibly, Sickles was allowed to keep possession of his personal weapon while in jail. <laughs> All three of them or just the one? Because that would be kind of... Did he get the opera glasses? You don't have three holsters. It's not no. like back in the days. You just tucked them in your belt. Walking around, he looked like some badass pirate. Looked like a bandito. Yeah. Harper's Magazine reported that the visits of his wife's mother and her clergyman were painful for Sickles. Yeah, well, I can imagine. Both told him that Teresa was distracted with grief, shame, and sorrow, and that the loss of her wedding ring 
which Sickles had taken, uh, was more than Teresa could bear. Sickles was charged with murder. He secured several leading politicians as defense attorneys, among them Edwin M. Stratton, later to become President Lincoln's Secretary of War, and Chief Counsel James T. Brady, who later became Reagan's <laughs> press secretary. Yeah. Press secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Very old. Yeah. yeah. To be honored He's a vampire. Uh, although he confessed to the murder, at his trial, Sickles' lawyer came up with a novel defense, claiming that while Sickles was not insane, he had been driven temporarily insane by his wife's infidelity. Crime of passion. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, before the jury, Stanton argued that Sickles had been driven insane by his wife's infidelity and thus was out of his mind when he shot Key. That sounds The paper crazy. soon trumpeted that Sickles was a hero for saving all of the ladies of Washington from this rogue named Key. Yeah, the bastard. Wow. He's probably banging everything that's inside. You know, he was just a, he was a, he was a cad. He me. was a cad. He was a cad. He was a cad. The newspapers went further and declared he that Sickles. Cad. Declared that Sickles was actually protecting our innocent women from the evil lustfulness of Key, right. who, like Sickles, was known to be a lady man. He had the wang. He had the wang. <laughs> well, he got shot off, but he, <laughs> he had him for a while. He used to have eight inches of wang. Now he had two inches of stuff. He, yeah, he was like a 44 year old woman. Oh. He had two inches of wang by that time. <laughs> <laughs> the general public agreed with this sentiment and lauded Sickles as a, a hero. <laughs> I like that, Carl. Sickles was also able to convince the public that his wife was a harlot. <laughs> Fucking whore. By leaking her detailed confession to the press. Well, even see, he though, was smart. He got that confession. He got it right. Yeah, he was smart. Even though it was considered inadmissible in court. This further turned the general public against his wife and for Sickles, who was seen as the victim. Apparently, the jury also sw- swallowed it. <laughs> they swallowed so the did Mrs. Sickles. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Sickles was acquitted, and as it, only temporary insanity got off scot-free, and a new legal precedent entered the tomes of jurisprudence. That was some like big that. words. You like, you like that? I did. <laughs> After his release... I can write him, I just can't say him. <laughs> Excuse me, devil, I don't have my glasses on. Is this Bill Shakespeare sitting next to me here? All right, well, you know, for every one of these little gems, there's there's a couple of turds that are thrown in there. After his release, those who'd been following the case at first were in high support of Dan Sickles. Now you know why I'm so burnt out, because I do such high-quality I'll work oh, on you my just I don't know how you do it week after week. Wow, it's it's not easy. And I did I, because I got a script. I'll do it after this one. But oh Jesus, I mean, you got another story again today? Why are we yeah. doing that? I don't know. Would, who would prove that? Because did you approve it? It's part of my new deal, and I really negotiated. <sighs> that's right. Um, I get to I get to do a script a week too. Oh. All right. So after, uh, let's see, this changed dramatically even among some friends when Sickles forgave his wife and stated that the couple were going to bury the past in the grave of oblivion and that their love is greater than ever. Yeah, he forgave his wife and people got pissed off about that. The public outcry was so negative that it was generally assumed that his career in politics would be over. Not from the murder, but because he forgave his wife. That happens on Jerry Springer all the time. Yeah, is there always before yeah. the, the, the always before the one is getting screwed over? But when she takes him back, then the audience turns on her every time. Let me tell you something. So I was off. Do you have to point your finger Dave, at me? Yes, <laughs> I, know she well, I was off. Serious. My husband would watch Springer. It was horrible. 
But all these people act all surprised when you come, you know, when they're on there and then somebody has some big shocking revelation. Yeah, if 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 you're If you get called to the Springer show. Yeah, if you're if your spouse wants to sh- wants to uh, share a secret on then Springer. Then he's fucking a tranny. That's <laughs> yeah. what's happening. Or is a tranny. Or is a tranny yeah. or likes taking baths in corn while he yeah. fucks a tranny. Yeah. All of those things have happened on Springer. I know. And let me tell you something else. I did watch one, and he was all talking about how he'd met somebody online. And they, she was so pretty, but she'd never they'd never met in person. And an old girl came walking out, and she was a man. Uh, and he still hadn't catfish. caught on. He, catfish. Well, he still I, hadn't caught on. When you see on. the scrotum, that's, a, that's always a, a sure <laughs> yeah. sign. But right, he still girl. hadn't caught on. Because so women normally, at, real women normally don't have scrotums. That's true. But she had to tell him, you know, I am I still, you know, I have man jibbles and bits. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he did not like that. Well, yeah. So he's, it's a downer. So he got rid of his wife and his booty call for this girly man. Uh-huh. And he did not want, so uh, he's. It's disappointing. I, you know. I was disappointing for him. I found it amusing and then you I know, had I'm, to turn I got it. a dilemma with this because, you know, Mrs. Colonel, she was a, she was an innocent woman when I met her. And um, I'm if if she were to have a dalliance with another man, see here's here's the problem that I that I see. I didn't know that we were talking about Renee fucking around on you. Mrs. Colonel has been raised basically on lobster, Timmy. Oh my God! You know, and if you eat twenty nine years of lobster, I suppose you would want a bologna sandwich just to see what it would look like, what it would taste like. You know what I mean? I, I was messed I mean, up with your me- metaphors there. I thought you meant he was, your... He was on his phone, I, first I, of all. I thought you were referring to the size of your penis was like the size of a lobster. So oh, I, was, uh, I thought he was big, just saying his crotch smelled lobster. like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> a big angry lobster, Timmy. No, what I'm saying is, you know, she's she, the girl been raised on filet mignon. I got so steps I'm taking. Your dick smells like midnight at Long John Silver's. Is that what you're telling us? Like yeah, I, my balls are like the crab puffs. Yeah, so <laughs> those little we're gonna, puppies. We're gonna go ahead and move forward because <laughs> this you. story's dumb. Thank you. So, oh, I thought you were done. No. Oh, I, there's no. more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's oh, more. There's, oh, there's oh, more. Oh, there's more. Uh, let's see. Uh, as such, he sent a letter to be published by the Herald explaining his decision to forgive his young wife. It said, If I ever failed to com- comprehend the utterly desolate position of an offending through pertinent women, penitent, not pertinent, completely different word, penitent, through penitent, penitent women, penitentiary mm-hmm. women, the hopeless future with its dark possibilities of danger to which she is doomed when <laughs> prescribed as an outcast. <coughs> I can see now plainly enough an almost universal howl of denunciations with which she is followed to my threshold. The misery and perils from which I have rescued the mother of my child. Oh. So he's going to throw her a bone. Yeah, he's playing a mother card. It has nothing to do with the fact that her dad is wealthy, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, everybody else done threw while, the mother a bone. So. While he had professed his love for his wife and stated they were back together, he and his wife were mutually estranged for the rest of her short life following the trial. He briefly withdrew from public life, though he did not resign from Congress. Yeah, hmm. And then he went on to have another, you know, even more... Uh, fascinating life, and the colonel's going to tell us about that. Well, he's busy. If he gets off his fucking phone. See, I had to make sure saying. that um, people on our page were not... Please um, do the podcast. Come on, seafood okay. dick, get on with what it. What happens next with Mr. Sickles? <laughs> <laughs> the crusty crab. Short John Ocean Silver. balls. <laughs> 
Barnacles. Barnacle balls. Leave my barnacles yes. alone. Yes. Okay, now, <clears throat> now, now he's he's got a problem here, Timmy. He's got a tarnished reputation. Well, people are pissed at him for taking back that that harlot, who's now probably in junior high. But you know, <laughs> this right girl along. probably she had a lot of practice. Now the girl could probably, you know, no, she had certain she had a certain set of skills. She was a baby. Yeah, I continue, mean, come girl. on. She but she'd been so... banging everybody in the neighborhood. No, she, she, she learned she quick. She was a baby. So anyway. Oh, she has that hanky out every uh, afternoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's throwing that thing that, at everybody. Yeah, she puts that hanky out that like hanky seven guys come over. Look like the Confederate flag in 1870. It got holes and everything else in it. She waved us on Good so Lord. Long. So anyway, he decides he's going to fix his reputation, so he joined the Army. All right, so he goes to the Army. Yeah, he was made a general. Well, General Dan Sickles was a close ally and friend of Major General Joseph Hooker. Uh-oh. His we know original what commander. Known. We know what he was famous for. Oh, yeah, General Hooker. Um, his original commander, who eventually commanded the Army of the Potomac. Both men had notorious reputations as political climbers and hard-drinking ladies' men. Ladies, Ladies man, they're the wangs. Now, General Hooker had a number of prostitutes follow his camp. They became known as Hooker's Girls, and just later... So they were roadies. Hookers. hookers. That's where That's... the name Hooker comes from. They're... Yep. And they were roadies. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Now, Cell later went on to somehow win the Congressional Medal of Honor for his acts of bravery during the Civil War, more aptly for disobeying orders during the Battle of Gettysburg, which nearly resulted in the Union Army defeat, though some <laughs> scholars say think today that his blunder may have inadvertently resulted in victory at Gettysburg. Well, he was charging with opera glasses. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you can see. And what happened, it was a sunny day. The glass reflected off the opera glasses uh, when his men blinded the enemy yeah. and his backup shot. No, he did. He, he, How many he, guns did he have? Yeah, he, he did. He was in Gettysburg. Can yeah. Tell him what's happened, girl. How, what happens there? Well, the specific act he did to dis disobey orders during the Battle of Gettysburg was to move his troops out of the ordered position by about a mile, significantly weakening, weakening the Union line and causing his troops to nearly be annihilated as they were completely exposed to attacks from all sides of the new position. So he's not really no uh, military genius. He's, he's no not a strategist. Buster. Yeah, he's no, no, he's no, no, no MacArthur, there, right, Timmy. Right. So uh, now, ironically enough, as his decisions to move them was because he thought the new position would be easier to defend. <laughs> so, well, yeah, usually you're a mile back, further yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, but he walked right into them. So. Yeah. As noted, though, some scholars think that it may have helped the Union as General Lee had not expected this positioning. General Lee had not expected this positioning, and when his troops were forced to concentrate on sickles rather than their intended target, it messed up the advance of the Confederate <laughs> Army and threw off General Lee's carefully laid battle strategy. I, I think it... Uh Robert E. Lee was playing Candy Crush at the time. He was. <laughs> or he was looking for Teresa to wave the hanky. Yeah. <laughs> he had one of hookers, hookers over there. Yeah. Whatever the case, his insubordination resulted in one of his legs being blown off 
during yes. the battles of Gettysburg, he ending lost his, his command. Yeah, he lost his leg. Yeah, he got a big woody after that. Um, after his leg was amputated. Step drag, step drag. <laughs> Sickles mailed his amputated leg to the National Museum of Health and Medicine in Washington, D.C. Because wow. clearly they would want that. Well, how much postage is that? <laughs> I was going to and, and if oh. they didn't, would they just send it back? I don't if you know. Well, did you pack it in there? ice? Yeah, now, so Sickle didn't immediately milk. headed back to Washington in order that his version of events would be the one first written about in the papers, being the first to bring news of this battle. Yeah, so he his, was like church here. He decided he'd write the history of his... Yeah, I'm going to tell everybody what happened here. Yeah. Now, his version, of course, had himself as the hero of the pivotal converse, <laughs> well, confrontation. He's not stupid. The hero Rather of than Gettysburg. him wandering around saying, you know what, come, come back here in the woods. It's going to be safe here. And, oh, they all got their asses shot off. So he, he, he was spinning it that he was the hero. Yeah. Okay. Now, his version, um, his version had him as the hero, right? His resurgence in popularity... Sympathy over his lost leg and certain high-placed political friends, including Abraham Lincoln, helped stop him from being court-martialed for his blatant insubordination during a key battle. The son bitch was a slacker and scared and backed up, <laughs> and all these guys were like wild dogs and ripped him apart. Good and Lee's staying there, gets like, get back, Rudy, over here. God damn, God They got damn. distracted, and then uh, they were the Union troops <laughs> yeah. were able to hit him. <laughs> you know, you know, Lee's got to be standing there thinking, God damn, how did I lose this son of a bitch? Yeah. So anyway, in the aftermath of the war, Sickles also claimed that he had only advanced his position as he felt Union General Meade was a coward and was going to retreat rather than fight. Well, so, Meade, you know, Meade, never, he didn't want to use his army. He's he didn't the want one, to fight ever. He's <laughs> the one that Lincoln said, if you're not going to use your army, can if, I borrow can it? Can I for, borrow it, please? <laughs> yeah. Meade, Meade was a pacifist. <laughs> yeah, he really was. So he, advanced, uh, so he advanced to force the general to commit his troops. <clears throat> he also stated... Um, he did it in mind of sacrificing himself and his brave men in the man name of blunting the Southern onslaught in order to allow the Union Army ultimate victory. Basically, I'm throwing myself on a grenade here. It's a brave so, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, his own self-serving version of events apparently won over the general public, and he was awarded with the Congressional Medal of Honor for Bravery, which let's just clarify something um, up. I believe, is it just the Medal of Honor? Because now it is. I think, yeah, yeah, back I think then it was a congressional, congressional medal. But at some point it changed yeah, to just, just the Medal of Honor, mm -hmm. yeah. So, in 1866, he was retired from the Army with the advanced rank of Major General in a regular establishment. Sickles was then appointed U.S. Minister to Spain by Grant, and he furthered his reputation as a lead man. And a wang over there in Spain. <laughs> yeah. Among Wang his affairs in, in Europe, Sickles was rumored to have an affair with the deposed Queen Isabella Isabella I I. The second. Yeah. God. And the Wang in Spain. <laughs> right. The Wang in Spain falls mainly on the plane. Along the uh, along the dirty flower. <laughs> in eighteen nineties he served a term in Congress. For twenty six years until forced out in a financial scandal. Oh, shocking. Yeah, he, sh he, sh he sh chaired the New York State Monuments Commission. 
Now that sounds like an important job. Dude. Yeah, that's when well, you, he had a lot of monuments. Probably that's when you give war. your dummy brother-in-law. He had, you you take the mon- monument position. Yeah. Now he had a number. He held a number of other official positions, even serving as sheriff of New York. <clears throat> so, the bone from Sickles amputated leg can be observed in the National Museum of Health and Medicine, where you can also find a vertebrae of John Wilkes Booth. Huh, cool. And one for President James A. Garfield. I want to see, is, uh, is his wang there? Not yet. Okay. Jesus. Sickles, Sickles actually visited the bone at the leg of the museum every year on the anniversary of his leg being partially blown off. Who does oh. He has an attachment to Their it. body part. Not anymore. Well, <laughs> he, had a, he had a bunch of officials uh, positions after that, and even serving briefly as sheriff in New York in 1890. Now, in from 93 to 95, he served a final term in the U.S. House. He then retired from national politics after defeat in trying to become elected in 1896. He lived out the remainder of his colorful life in New York City, where he would often be seen well into his 80s visiting Fanny's grave. Fanny, Fanny White, the prostitute. Daniel Sickles died on May 3, 1914. May, 3. May 3rd, is it? May 3rd, yeah. No, May 3. May 3. At the age of 94, a long, healthy life of 94. Yeah, quite a life. Yeah. Yeah, just think if they had a Viagra, he'd have been banging all the way up to that last mm-hmm. day. Well, he'd only lived to be 85 because he would have had a heart attack mm-hmm. or something. His funeral was held at St. Patrick's Cathedral in Manhattan. Over 6,000 people attended. As a medal of honor winner, he was buried in Arlington National Cemetery. You've been to, you been to Arlington? Uh, yes, I have. You ever been to Arlington? Mm-hmm. You ever, did you stay for the changing of the guard? Mm-hmm. When we were there, Timmy, it was like 100 degrees out. Mm-hmm. And those guys wear those thick yeah. wool coats. It's it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Did his watch. leg come to his funeral? No, there, he wasn't buried with his leg. His I didn't leg, know if he showed up at the funeral. Oh, no, I don't know. His leg is still in the... Teresa didn't have such a long and fruitful life. His wife. She died, his wife, she died of the consumption Aww. in 1861, the beginning of the Civil War. At the young age of 31. Oh. So she, she still lived with that guy for 15 years poor or so. Poor girl didn't even get a chance to grow her own peas. She died at 31 years old. Years. Yeah. Poor Not, thing. Despite, whore. well, fuck it, she was a whore. Yeah. So, <laughs> despite his war antics and other accomplishments, Dan Sickles will always be known as the first man to use a temporary insanity defense. Today, approximately all of 1% of all U.S. court cases have the defendants using the insanity defense. Of those, only about 26% of successful outcomes, with 90% of those successful outcomes largely influenced by the defendant being previously diagnosed with a mental illness. Yeah, so So Daniel Sickles today would have a hard time probably using that defense. He was connected, I mean, he was connected, that's how he got off. But, um, you know, you always hear of it used for murder cases. I wonder how often it's used for other criminal cases. I don't know. Like assault or something. You'd have to ask a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's Colonel one. probably knows. Well, he's on his phone. Ask him to look it up. Well, I'm gonna, Talk about me being on my phone. Okay, uh, Brandy, your final up. thoughts on Daniel E. Sickles. A uh, bit of a douche. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't like... Who do you like better, him or uh, Norton the First? I... Clearly, I like Norton the first. Right. Norton, Norton I. Norton I. Uh, Colonel, your final thoughts on uh, General Senator yep. 
statesman. I think having uh, Daniel be recognized e. as a defense was is you that know good thing. I think it's um, I think it's what we needed at the time, Timmy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was insane. His wife had driven him fucking crazy. Uh, how many times? How, well, he was never with her. How did that happen? How, I, you know what? I could go out and do goddamn near anything, and all the jury would have to do is spend two hours driving around in a car with Renee, and they'd say, yeah, the motherfucker been driven crazy. Here's what I don't understand. Like, he lobbied to marry this little girl. Yeah. Lobbied to marry her, and then... Well, her dad was loaded. I know, and yeah. then leaves her at home. Well, I mean, like, he's not even hiding that he's fucking around. So then he, like, leaves her at home and goes running all over the countryside with a literal whore. I mean... Fanny, I like Fanny, though. Yeah, the whore in the truest w- sense of the word. I have no problem with Fanny. I don't care. But, you know... I like Fanny. <laughs> I like Fanny. She's probably got a I big Fanny over it. <laughs> I bet she did. But, I mean, come on. This guy's a tool. You know, back in those days, you had to be careful not pay by the hour because it takes you 25 minutes to get those fucking clothes on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to st- you gotta say it's it's called naked time, Timmy. Uh, I'm only paying from the time you're naked uh, on. Okay. I didn't realize yeah. that. Thank you, Colonel. It's called naked time. And you know what? I always learn a lot when we do these podcasts. And the other thing is, too, it's called naked and, and washing Afraid. Time <laughs> because they wear these big-ass petticoats and stuff. Yeah. Summertime. Oh, get man, a little steamy thing. under there, oh, Timmy. That garden get a little, little, little really? steamy. Yeah. Let's talk about your barnacle balls. <laughs> so, Let's talk about that. You're saying the garden's not fresh. I'm saying, yeah, I'm just saying the lettuce might be wilted under there. All right. So you got to say, you know, hey. Colonel, you're a man of great insight. Well, you know. And his dick smells like <clears throat> low tide. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Colonel, uh, you're going to give us shout-outs or are you going to give us some stupid story? Wait, Timmy, now, this is something that's important because... I don't think it is. All right, know, all right. Let's, let's say country. now we're moving to Colonel's Corner where he's going to tell us something stupid. We got people... Quickly. No, something. this is not stupid. We all got right. people no. all over the Midwest, right? We do. What do you have in the Midwest, Timmy? Tornadoes. You okay. have cows. Yes, we do. Now, people might not notice. Now, in Brazil, you know, you got little houses... And this guy, this poor son of a bitch. I'm a big fan of the tiny Oh, hey, Marie de Souza. He'd been in bed with his wife, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And he had one of those houses that was built into the hillside. It helped keep it warm and, you know, have access to it. cave, basically. And somebody's (laughs) uh, cow came wandering down the hill, got onto the corrugated sheet metal roof of his house oh uh-huh. no this is not going to end well and the cow came through the roof landed on him in bed and killed him motherfucker yeah have a cow fall on you while you're in bed that sucks yeah. the <laughs> one and a half ton cow it fell eight Big feet ass cow. onto mr Sousa's side of the bed Even didn't do anything cow. at all to his wife she uh-huh. was on the other side of the bed uh-huh. had they been you know uh-huh. fornicating they would have gone out to me with one last powerful Powerful well, good us. thing for her that they wasn't for anything. When did that happen? Do you know? Um, yeah, that happened. I can give you the exact date. It happened down in Brazil, Timmy. Yeah. And his mom had something very funny to say. What did she say? Um, it was Holy that, cow. <laughs> no, it was not holy cow. Although that's a good one, Devil. I, I like that one. Um, Ever since buying the mama said, cow when you get milk for free. Yeah. I, I did not raise my son to be cr- killed by a, a falling cow. Well, I mean, who does? Really? <laughs> I, uh, now, the owner of the cow could be charged with one count of involuntary manslaughter. Or negligence or something? Yeah. 
Yeah, for letting the cow, because the cow got out of his own, he wasn't there, you know. Well, yeah, and the cow he, wasn't pinned in. Yeah. You can't just let a cow just run wild. No, I guess uh, not, but you shouldn't have your house and... Like, He's in a cave. I don't know what else you want. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't protect yourself from some things. Well, but yeah, he that's was... That's a sad story, and I hate Who would ever think that a cow would, would fall hate, through the ceiling? I, I would hate... I hate for our podcast in on such a sad note. So maybe we should move to shout outs, Colonel. We should move to shout outs. Then maybe, you know, I wanted to comment on something. Hey, let's not. If so, we could. Brandy you, is hanging herself uh, with. Look at Brandy. Now all of a sudden she's all, you know. Yeah, she's putting a rope around her neck. Now she's got to pay attention, this is, this is horrible for her. I don't know what, what, what you got going on over there, devil. Okay, You got to go to the bathroom or we something. Need, what do you got We need to wrap on? this up, Colonel. Oh yeah, that's right. You got to get yeah, home. Absolutely. Okay. Anyway, we we put a thread up of. Uh, well, you have to explain where we put it because on, on our Facebook page, History Dweebs the podcast, our Facebook group, History Facebook Dweebs group, Dweebs. History Dweebs the podcast. Sweaty balls. We put a uh, post up of put your significant other up. Uh huh. And now we we kind of make fun and you know overlook the men in the group at times. Those men have some beautiful ass wives, don't they? Yes. Some beautiful, yes. beautiful yes. women. Briny, briny balls. Yes. <laughs> so, balls. No. Shrimpy scrotums. <laughs> Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. <laughs> okay. All so, right, Colonel. Let, shout outs. So let me get some dish shout outs here. Um, as always, our first shout out goes to Tasha out in California. Hey, Tasha. Damn right, Tasha. Tasha's always our first shout out. Then we got <clears throat> Jeff Girdley. Jeff. It's my alarm. It's yeah. time. Sam Hildebrand, Angie Ball, Rebecca Montanle, and her little friend. Hey, Rebecca. Um, Jennifer and Linda, uh, Missy Dean Horton, Britton Chris, of course, Celine, Jeff Chestnut, my fellow Broncos fan, Teresa Slavin, Tommy Boom Boom. Jeff Chestnut is a Broncos fan. Yeah, that's what I said. Jeff mm -hmm. Chestnut, my fellow Broncos fan. Shonda. Shonda with no R. Shonda with no R and Larie. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Larry. I got that oh, one wrong. Okay. Larry, Try. what's up? Dumbass. Um, Colton, of course. Phyllis Munson. Munson. Uh, all the Troll Bridges. Yeah, you put up a lovely them all picture in together. In there. I just don't know yeah. why you do that. It's so rude. Aaron Wentz. Um, Donna Curran, Lisa, and Brian. They're, they're two couple wild hippies there. The Lawtons. The Lawtons, yeah. Olivia Meyer. Um, of course, the lovely Katja. Mm -hmm. Very lovely. Um, and speaking of lovely, the lovely Fallon, mm -hmm. who I believe just had a first anniversary. Was that Fallon? Or, no, I believe it was Karen Barnes had a first anniversary. Oh, we love Fallon as well. We do. We, we love them both. Mm -hmm. uh, Monica D., D. Augustino. Hey, Monica. Sandy September, because I can't get a last name right. Bridget Clavey, Byron Snellings and Denny Mack and William Trow. Hey, guys. Um, Amber Croup with the cute little boy running around crushing and slamming people, people throwing them into the, into the ropes and giving them the mm -hmm. atomic elbow. Gina Spillane, um, crazy-ass Trixie. You know if you hung out with Tr Tr Trixie. Trixie would be a lot of fun. Trixie would she be a lot just, of fun. Yeah. Stephanie Quick, of course. Sydney and Michael got another beautiful little dog there. Uh, Jamie Tarantino, of course. Laura O'Reilly and Gabby Lewis. Sunstar, Tara V. 
bond. Gene bond. Gene bond. Lydia, uh, Brandy McBride, uh, Maggie Glover, Jeff Appel, Christine, come on, Timmy. Bourgeois. Bourgeois. And Mary Ray. Hey, Mary. And John Holmes. Big John Holmes. Big John Holmes. And Katie. Lovely Katie. Yes, Katie. Katie Moorhead. Yes, Katie Moorhead. Katie Moorhead, lovely, lovely girl. Uh, Mike Eisenhower. I got Rebecca Montanley and her little cat. Uh, Danielle Fredrickson. Nancy Palomino. Kim Kamikaze. Jennifer Hawkins. Tara Nee. And she knows who you are. Lindsay O'Brien McMillan. Sonyana. Eddie Rushing, Yo Handler, Sammy James, Jason Dykes, Amy Carol Payne, Tyra Jenkins, the charming, charming Angie song. Very charming, very charming young lady. Yeah, Jason Thomas, Bobby Burns, of course, that's BJ on the weekends, the podcast. Yes, check it out. Check BJ out Bobby'sWeekends.com. Um, let's see, we got Andy Volley. Mm-hmm. Andy? I think I've been missing him. Um, Elise, I know I covered her, but uh, hopefully, Elise, and it's just coming from our page. If you follow the page, you know what I'm talking about. Hopefully, Elise, you find you a good wiener soon. I don't know what you're saying, but okay. Elise put up on the page, you were talking about zombie dogs or something. She said, Elise said, I love me nothing more than a good wiener. Okay. It's See a, what you as, miss. As the if, devil says. If you, you're missing if you're not on our Facebook That's right. page. That's right. Annette Petrie, who was feeling under the weather. We hope she's feeling better now. Absolutely. Christina Montana mm -hmm. and her little friend. Come. Did mm -hmm. you get that one to me? Yeah, I, I got it. I got my it. little friend. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Because she'd be Tina Montana as opposed to Tony Montana. I gotcha. Okay. Maria Barber, Jennifer Potts. Of course, Cindy Overstreet, Hamilton. Mm -hmm. uh, Melissa Lebrano, Brittany Powell. Heather Hall, Heather Chris, Poole. what about Chris? See Chris and Brittany? I got Chris and Brittany. Okay, okay. Oh, you said Brittany Powell, I'm sorry. Um, Maggie Glover, of course. Christine Eberly, Timmy. Mm -hmm. um, we've got, who's healing up with a little, little after a procedure, and may have her girl going to Cambridge, Miss Lovely Lady Beverly. Lady Beverly, we hope you're doing better, and congratulations. That's quite an honor to have your daughter. Oh, her daughter's. I'm trying. We're trying to arrange something between uh, between Logan and her daughter, mm -hmm. because Logan's not a bad kid. No, he's, he's a, a handsome guy. kid. Yes. He's not the smartest kid in the world. He right. ain't getting into Cambridge. He's very talented, though. He's very artistic. He's a very talented kid, mm -hmm. but sometimes I worry about the boy. About um, M. Waterfall. In Little Emmy Waterfall, of course. Oh, you're going to get I into Colonel's crew, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. I got uh, so the Colonel's crew. We got Emmy, Waterfall. We got Angie Ball. Um, the brilliant Nicola, mm -hmm. who keeps me out of jail. Sarah Mimosa. Solicitor. The solicitor. Yeah. yeah. I'm a solicitor too, but in a different way. Yes. <laughs> do soliciting. Um, Jennifer. Well, I can get done with this podcast so I can go out and solicit. Well, let me get through these, All and right. I will. We got Jennifer, you can't afford me, Burdick. Yes. Yes. Karen Barnes, of course. Who Karen had her first anniversary, I believe, yesterday. Congratulations. Congratulations, Karen. Janet Fitzgerald, Francis Darton, 
and be as always, always, always lovely Jessica Williams, of course. Very lovely lady. Oh yeah. Amanda Bocci Ball. Um, we got Shannon and on the Colonel Crew, we got Angela Cobes. Mm-hmm. And I can't forget the crazy my enforcer on the Colonel Crew. Who's that? Allie. Allie. Okay. Crazy ass Allie. Allie and Charlie. I thought Scott was your right your king's hand or whatever. Well, Scott is Scott's close advisor, but Allie's the muscle. Nicola, she's the brain. Nicola and Shannon are the brains of the group. Okay. Um, but yeah, sure Allie. You. you need somebody thrown in a river and never found again. You call Allie. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got Angie and Jason Thomas. Um, already got him, and we got we covered Ali and Charlie on Insight, the Insight right? podcast, the Insight Check podcast, it out. and that's really all I got for today, Timmy. Except for, <clears throat> and today is the first day that we hope they worked out. We're gonna mix this all together and see mm-hmm. how it comes out. But this is the first time that we have used our new recording equipment. For that, we would love to thank the lovely and wonderful Dottie Scott. Yes, thanks, Mom. Uh, Brandy, where can people find us? Well, I want to give a shout out okay. to Kate. Okay. Because we didn't give her a proper shout out. I gave her one in the beginning of the show. Again. Okay. Well, I'll give her one at the end okay. since you keep fucking it up. Sorry, Kate. And Steve Miller. Okay. Fly like an eagle. On the list. Yes, whatever. And to Casey. Mm. Okay, and to Casey. Sure, okay. whatever. Where can people find us? Find us on History Dweebs, the podcast. Yeah. That's uh, Facebook. Hi- on Facebook. History Dweebs, the podcast. That's where all the folks that we're talking about hang out. Come and join us, History Dweebs Podcast. Twitter. Twitter, Twitter at HistoryDweebs1. Uh, you can find us on the iTunes. Yes, please uh, subscribe and leave us a review. We love reviews, and you'll get mentioned on the show if you leave us a positive review. It's bribery. And Libsyn and Stitcher and, and all yes. those fun places. Yes. So um, join us there, and thank you for joining us today. And we'll see you all again next time on History Dweebs. Good day, listeners. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.